Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The original Planet of the Apes is a brilliant film. If you've seen that, the original is fantastic. It's got an amazing shock, surprise ending. You've not seen the original Planet of the Apes. It's got an amazing shock, surprise ending. What happens at the end of the original Planet of the Apes? it turns out that on their planet, the apes have made an exact replica of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and it's never explained why. And it, it's mad. And Charlton Heston, he's on the beach at the end. He's on his knees. He's going, why? Why have you made this? Why, you dirty ape? Why have you made this statue? Why? It's a civilization of apes. Why would you represent a human? It's insane. And the apes go, I don't know, we've just done it. Hello there, this is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this episode. Um, so, yeah, what's coming up in this one? I shall tell you. Uh, th- there's going to be a six minute shout out, as usual. Uh, the pod flick that I'm talking about this week is uh, Bitter Moon from I believe 1992 um, and I am able to play a clip from it this week so <laughs> that's that's the plus side of it not being live um, also uh, yeah uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be, be doing uh, the next chapter of the Infinity Express Yeah, I am, I am doing that yeah <laughs> just had to Think about that, and and uh, and, and I think that is all I've got for this week. Um, yeah, uh, it, it it's not going to be uh, quite as interesting um, as it could be until um, you know, we we start doing more video Gaga episodes because then I can get some more conversations with uh, this is ready made. Hopefully, if he's up for that, um, but yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, so yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just get on with it. Uh, this is going to be the yeah the first segment, uh, the six minute shout out. So on we go. You pressed you referring to me. That is incorrect. The correct answer is you. That was a very short introduction. So <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be like that for a bit. Um, it is, it is time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. Why not? There it goes. Uh, it's the same wheel. I've, I've had it for quite a while now. It's, uh, it's still in pretty good condition. Lots of websites on there. What's it going to land on? There are so many. So many different websites. Okay. Um, oh, now, it's landed on a thread. Oh, now, you know what? I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. <laughs> I, I even found a video of this artist. Um, okay, Ariel. I can I can say that. I can say her first name, all right? Uh, Ariel Jovellanos. Jovellanos. I'm so sorry. I I think that I think it's Jovellanos. I, I think that's how you say it. Um, 
she's an artist who has, has a Twitter and yeah I, I just because I saw this retweeted from another artist that I like um, and this first tweet said uh, I'm seeing draw more backgrounds on a lot of people's art resolution lists as you know start of a new year so yeah apparently um, a lot of people chose this as their new year's resolution um, so as someone who used to be scared of drawing backgrounds here are some tips and she's done this whole thread where she gives lots of useful advice um, and this caught my eye because I have mentioned in previous episodes that yeah I um, when, I, when, I, when I do like my webcomic and yeah, a lot of the stuff that I do end up putting online, I, I, I usually neglect the background, um, and I feel like yeah, I I'm kind of scared of doing that. Um, you know, even after all the, these years, you know, I've I've been doing Beluga Weekly for a long, long time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really doing it now, but um, it, it's not over. <laughs> I don't think that that doesn't matter right now. Um, but yeah, I, I I can definitely relate to anyone who um, struggles with backgrounds. Um, but yeah, th- this is uh, some good professional advice on um, how to do backgrounds. I'll, I'll read some of the things. I, I won't read the whole thread, but some of the ones that I, I feel like, yeah, I should I should really look into this. Um, this sounds counterintuitive. Don't worry about perfect perspective right away. Focus on character. If you love dressing or designing clothes for your characters, try drawing a character's bedroom. Um, How a character decorates their room is an extension of their fashion sense. And that's a lovely idea. I I really like that kind of uh, approach. there's also, uh, yeah, that was a, um, of course, it's also good to brush up on perspective knowledge, but it doesn't have to be dry and boring. You can have fun uh, interior decorating and trying to figure out how p- perspective works simultaneously. Um, Lastly, here are some of my favourite drawings of characters in spaces I've done. For each piece, I was motivated by love of story and character. I delved deep into the source material to uh, extrapolate information for how these spaces would look and feel. So that's just a little example of um, the kind of advice that's in this thread. There's a lot of comments. I should probably, I've got plenty of time to, to read those out as well, so yeah... Um, um, I have to turn that heater off. That's, that's on my mind now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, so I, I basically I've just just given you the uh, uh, three little examples there. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, I'll read what, what people are saying in response. Um, 
What a lovely thread. Thanks so much for putting this together. Finally, a supportive post. Um, yeah, I'm about to go through everything and give it a go. Great thread. Love this thread. Um, thanks for all the helpful tips. Thank you so much for this thread. <laughs> wow, this thread is amazing. Thank you so much for all the info. I was wondering at all if you could also make this a big Tumblr post. Are you planning to leave it as a Twitter thread? Um, okay, so you're my new biggest inspiration. Thank you so much. Oh, gee, thanks. Uh... So yeah, a lot of people really liking the, these tips. So this is all in um, yeah, the, uh, as I say, um, here's the thing: as it's a, a thread, um, yeah. Uh, depending on when you listen to this, because uh, I'm recording this in January 2018, um, and Ariel posted this uh, on the first of January. Um, so yeah, uh, assuming you're listening to this episode shortly after I published it, uh, you might have too much difficulty finding it. What I'll do is I'll make sure I retweet this on the, um, Blue Gatins podcast Twitter. Um, but in the meantime, I'll, I, you know, I'm kind of just giving a shout out to this artist, um, simply because... I thought this was a really great thing to post and you know it, it it's really helpful to people like me who you know just kind of do cartooning and drawing as a hobby. Um so yeah, uh and I I'll, I'll, I'll just give you the uh Twitter name um at, at Javilet <laughs> Gioveletti Gioveletti <laughs> J-O-V-I-E-L-L-E-T-Y Sorry I'm having so much difficulty Yeah, I, I do this all the time Even with very basic words I'm just not very good at it <laughs> um, But yeah um, Follow her on Twitter um, uh, she, she, she does stuff on Redbubble Like me So that's another thing to look at Um She's worked for Dark Horse Comics, according to a bio. Yeah, um, so yeah, uh, go check out her work. Okay, so I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely I've, I've talked on that enough. So um, once again, Joe Violetti, I think that's how you say it. <laughs> I shall have a birthday cake. good of you to take pity on an obnoxious cripple. I don't know you at all, Nigel, but somehow I have the feeling that you're exactly the listener that I've been looking for. I hope you'll find my story interesting. I realize it's hard to relate to something that doesn't concern you. Maybe it already does. After hearing stories of her, a passenger on a cruise ship develops 
an irresistible infatuation with an eccentric paraplegic's wife. Uh, Bitter Moon, 1992. Uh, I quite enjoyed this film, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, it's a Roman Polanski film. Um, uh, who's in it? Uh, Hugh Grant, Peter Coyote, uh, Emmanuel Singer. Here it comes again. This is going to be a whole episode of butchering names. Christian Scott, Christian Scott Thomas. So yeah, um, I think uh, I, yeah I'd never even heard of it to be honest. Um, and yeah, it's just um, it's probably another film where uh, seeing it for the first time is where it really leaves an impact on you. Because just like Ray, when I was talking about Ray last week, because. Um, yeah, on IMDb it it has a popularity rating, and I, I, mean, I don't really know if these mean an awful lot. I mean, it's just sort of saying it's as popular as it used to be. Once again, this one really not doing so well these days. It's uh, um, it's down three hundred and forty-one apparently according to the popularity. Um, and yeah, because that, that was one thing I brought up with the when I was talking about Ray because. Yeah, uh, these films seem to um, have their moment, and then uh, people just start to calm down a bit, and yeah, um, because the user reviews seem to be quite positive on here, but even those aren't necessarily that new. Um, and I think because it, it might just be a matter of it, it's fading into obscure, obscurity a bit more. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, because uh, I, uh, I I just I I don't I don't know if it um, has a bigger following. This is always the thing. Um, I have to remind myself just because it was one that I'd never heard of before doesn't mean um, it's not exactly a famous film. I you know there are plenty of famous films that just passed me by. I wasn't really watching this. You know, this, this wasn't my um, the, 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 the kind of films that I would have been watching in the early nineties because I was very little. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I I I thought it was very well done. I think it, it's one of those films where I think it would have been um, problematic if um, they they let the scenes go on a bit longer. I think they edited it just right. Um, each scene seemed to end when it should. You know, <laughs> it's like you because the, the whole thing is it's a flashback film. Um, most of the story is just told through flashbacks, um, and like I, I almost don't want to give too much away because I feel like it's worth having a look at. Um, it reminded me a bit of um, The Comfort of Strangers. In fact, I think that's on Netflix, so I might, I might go and watch that one again at some point, because that was another one that I found out through doing this segment. Um, and it's a, a kind of similar... You know, it, it's it's uh, The characters in it are quite reminiscent of those characters. It doesn't go exactly the same direction. It's not... <laughs> you know, it is dark. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and I, I think... I I found the characters oddly fascinating because yeah I'm um, 
I sometimes have a hard time uh, buying the idea of people having affairs or um, doing things that are, are, are kind of a taboo for a married couple to do because the film opens with this cute couple who just you know um just just seem like the the ideal couple basically they seem made for each other and um uh, there there are actually a, a number of I've, I've seen a number of films that do this you you really kind of see see their relationship working out and then something comes along that just turns their world upside down and it's not quite they're not quite as dedicated to each other for most of the film but at the same time you know uh, it's not like you lose any respect for them it's hard to explain how it works it just sort of does and I I, th- I think Hugh Grant was a great choice for the, the character of Nigel I believe his name is yeah um, he he uh, because you know he's just you know unbelievably posh, and that actually I think it it made it quite funny to watch because the whole idea is um, he's hearing all of this deeply personal information, um, even some erotic stuff, and uh, he, he does a, he, he gives a very predictable you know uncomfortable um, posh British sort of reaction to all of this like I really don't know that I should be listening to this and it's like you know I I I really think it was a good idea to cast him in that role simply for that reason his reactions to what he's being told about in this this story Um, because it's great that they, they don't forget that everything you're watching in this flashback is this story that he's telling Nigel, and um, I think that's, um, that's that's always a great thing to you know. It, it, it's kind of a, a self-aware uh, device. Um, would I watch it again? Yeah, I think so. Uh, like I said, uh, maybe I'll go and watch uh, *Comfort of Strangers* again um, at some point because uh, I quite enjoyed that one as well. Uh, I seem to remember. Um, it, these are the sort of films that I have a bit of a curiosity about. I think I I, I feel like I'd like to to watch them again because I don't know. It's it's just a curiosity. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, I think I better uh, press on now. Um, let me. Uh, I'm just going to pause this and decide. Uh, what the next film is going to be it it will be just a randomly selected film Um, so yeah okay uh, I think I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph that's the first one that came up on my screen right now (laughs) so um, Suggest Me Movie uh, the the first thing it's come up with is Wreck-It Ralph I own a copy so that would be nice and easy for me to (laughs) I, I can talk about that one no problem so that'll be uh, next week's pod flick. Okay? Okay. Wow, I learned something. That felt great. I feel taller. Do I look taller? Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. 
Oh, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Okay, now I'm going to see if I can come up with Chapter 12. Of the Infinity Express. This is an ongoing story that I'm working on, uh, and the way I write it is simply by <laughs> not not the most um, professional way to do this, but uh, I'm using random word generator. Um, and quite fittingly, the first word this this site has provided me with is uh, lit- literature. So I'm going to just. Uh, 
copy that, just take a screen grab. That was my, yeah, yeah I suppose you would have heard that. Uh, um, okay, so give me a noun. Let's have a noun for this story. Director. Now a verb. Comply. Now a name, Pedro, that's going to be the name in this one. Okay, now an an adjective, various, Uh, phrase, cut to the chase, meaning to get to the point, leaving out all the unnecessary details. Okay. And a number. Um, Let's have a random number between 1 and 10, just a small one this week. So, okay, 10, that's fine. (laughs) 10 will do. Um, Okay, now, um, I'm going to stop recording because, yeah, uh, I'm just not entirely happy with how things are going the episode so far, but I, I, I'm going to come back a little bit later on, and hopefully I will have uh, a completed chapter by then. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a little better now, um, so I, this is probably going to um, work out uh, much more. Um, oh yeah, I've got I've got a lot of editing to do there. <laughs> no, that's no problem. Sorry. Um, Okay, so here is the chapter. This is this is chapter 12 of the Infinity Express. Are you ready? Here we go. Shane has now been gone for 10 days. The group, ha- the group he left behind barely even noticed it had been that long, although they had been thinking about him from time to time. Do you miss Shane? Suzette asks Becky. It's funny, she replies. He didn't do much, but I, I sometimes, I'm sometimes finding myself uh, wishing he was here. Teresa begins to tell everyone about her hat and how it might actually be worth more than the diamonds. Others tell her to cut to the chase. Shane only wanted to be part of the team so he could get the diamonds. After I told him they were not worth anything, he lost interest. My mum tries to be cool by saying that she likes all the same things that I do. Suzette Suzette blurts out. The others stare at her. What has that got to do with anything? asked Lisa. Suzette makes various different theoretical suggestions on why Shane really left them. She even tells them about her brother Pedro. He was a mechanic, she said. He worked with my people on machines, just like this train. Building an interdimensional transporter was their white whale. Lisa begins to wonder if all of this really is just a coincidence. How do I know any of this is true? she asks them. They fail to comply, and Lisa becomes more sceptical of their backstories. Meanwhile, Shane has found a job as a director of traffic. He is spending his nights learning how to write literature. And by the way, he's about to find out it's not that easy. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I'm recording this on a different day, mostly because I wasn't really feeling it uh, <laughs> the last time I was recording it. 
Uh, and I've noticed it's a lot more stormy uh, today, so you may notice you may notice a bit of that. Um, but you know, it doesn't really matter. I'm almost at the end. Also, I feel like I should just apologise for the delay of this episode because, um, yeah, I I planned on getting it all done over the weekend, uh, and now it's a, a few days off because, uh, yeah, I, um, I, I just I kind of stopped and put on the back burner for a bit. So yeah, um, this is why I'm I'm not settling on any particular date from here on. Um, it'll just come out when it comes out, but I'm going to try and make sure that I begin working on it um, each uh, each weekend. So yeah, uh, let, let's just move on to the last little bit then. I'll take uh, two cheese pizzas and some crazy bread! <laughs> well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. And I mustn't forget, um, I have some credits to read out. These are from all the, the audio clips that I used this week. Um... They were from Stuart Lee, Bitter Moon, Pete Moore, The Simpsons, Community, Adam Ruins Everything, and Game Grumps. Okay, um, don't, don't forget about Video Gaga. That's the other podcast that I've been working on with. This is Ready Made. Uh, we've been having a good time with that. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll bring it back at some point. Uh, yeah, uh, and don't forget, we've now got T-shirts available. Uh, if we go to belugatoons.redbubble.com uh, you should be able to find all of my designs and there is a Video Gaga t-shirt which I'm actually really pleased with because it it's uh, it, it's obviously linked to our podcast um, but it's also it, it's it, it just turned out as quite a good design I find you know, I, I can imagine a number of people uh liking that design hopefully <laughs> only time will tell obviously but um yeah so that's uh, that's video gaga uh look for it on apple podcasts and acast um my website is belugatoons.com b-e-l-u-g-a-t-o-o-n-s and if you want to see some of my live streams uh i do one every sunday or i'm trying to do one every sunday um at the Beluga Tunes YouTube channel, um, go and subscribe. Find out what I'm doing on there. I'm doing all kinds of of crazy stuff. <laughs> you can actually see me drawing the characters from the Infinity Express, so you, you can get a bit of an idea, more of an idea on um, the, the, uh, uh, the where all those those ideas came from. Uh, that's quite interesting. Uh, yeah. So, uh, anything else? My Twitter is at BelugaTunes, and there's also at BelugaTunesPod, where you can find tweets relating to this podcast, including links to six-minute shout-out items and all of that. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's all I, have, I really have to say. Uh, yeah, not a lot of... What, what, what can I say that's different? The thing is, now, now I'm doing that credits thing, that's uh, that kind of adds something. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, I don't know... When, when it's likely we're going to get around to uh, continuing Video Gaga but the music video I had in mind for the next one was I Got My Mind Set On You by George Harrison because um, the idea is that we have to choose a video that we can talk about for each episode and so yeah that, that's uh, that's on my list, that's the top of my list and um, yeah we'll get around to that whenever we get around to it basically Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Do take care. And...
Bye-bye.